You're listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and I'm so glad you showed up for our relationship chat today, as well as for you and your people. We're all about living intentionally here so you can experience joy and balance in your relationships once again or for the very first time. Be sure you hang with us on our social media platforms. And if you like research like I do, make sure you check out our website at enneagramandmarriage.com for our weekly newsletter, freebies, and so much more, as well as at Instagram and Facebook. We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. I'm so glad we could talk to you today and do some holiday character typing from The Family Man, one of my absolute favorite Christmas movies. It's a huge nod to a movie that you might know from the past. It's A Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart. This one stars Nicolas Cage, Tay Leone, Don Cheadle, and Jeremy Piven, our support characters. Everyone does a beautiful job of noting the whole sliding doors motif of life that we can sometimes take that pulled back look and say, what would I do if life was different? How could I make things different for me, for my family, or what kind of person could I have been if I would have made a different move? And I think it's probably because I'm a seven with a bit of FOMO. Sometimes I do want to see those other pictures. And I think what I love most about this movie is it grounds me in the beautiful reality of what I already have. And I think that in an American culture or wherever you're listening in the world, sometimes in our fast pace motif ourselves, we can forget, oh, what I have is magical and beautiful, and I can make it more so when I have good support. And I feel that this movie is good support for you. So homework assignment, I don't usually give those, but make sure you watch this movie this season. It is technically a Christmas movie. It begins and ends with snow. We'll talk a little bit about Hannah's composer she likes in this Danny Elfman setting the stage for this. We'll talk about what types we think the main characters are. But what I really want you to be looking for is the glow of love that you see even in middle marriage. And that's the other thing I love best about this movie is it's not a newlywed movie. It's a movie about somebody in the middle season of life faced with the doldrums and making that choice to see their life with beautiful eyes. So I hope that you will get that from this time of conversation. I hope you will get to watch that movie. We're going to sneak in a short conversation about Christmas with the cranks for those who are at the empty nest years, just because Hannah's coming on to join me for this, as she always does for a holiday episode. And she definitely loves that movie too. So we're going to chat a tiny bit about that, but mostly just join us for this conversation as we look at how spouses can truly make one another better people with the glow of their love. And so I hope you'll put on some joy after you see this and feel that inspiration for your relationship. Like, hmm, how can I show up bigger and healthier and better in this family to make sure that I am captivating as a a partner, that I am filled with uh, joy. And of course, just sneak reminder, get your self-care so you have something from which to give, but don't just get your self-care and stay there. Get it so that you can give out. That will bring you so much more joy than just merely taking care of you. But if you don't take care of you, it's really hard to share because you're like, I didn't sleep. I didn't rest. I didn't have any time to uh, myself. And so do get a little of that so that you can give to your spouse and just watch Taya Leone kick some butt with Nicolas Cage and just like show him 
how to be an amazing spouse, even when he's stuck in that space that we talked about, like almost like if we were to Enneagram his space, it would be, he gets very lost in his victimized four stance and we want to pull him up. Uh, but what we get to see instead is a bringing and that is better. So don't pull your spouse, maybe pull them to watch this movie, but gently bring through your joy, through your hope, through the light that you share. And I just want to share the light of this movie with you because it is a tearjerker. If you are an emotional type, bring your tissues. I think that I probably had some shiny, glassy eyes, um, but definitely looking forward to seeing what you think of this movie afterwards. Make sure you talk to us about it and tell us if you watch it with us too, and you'll hear what Hannah has to say about it too now. Hannah, thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited too. This is one of my favorite movies for the holiday season and it's going to be so much fun to talk about. I can't wait. Yes, I love that you love Family Man and I even told everyone we're doing a smattering of cranks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> everybody, yeah, everybody should probably know this already, but we love Christmas with the cranks and it's so random. <laughs> But it's a really good movie. It's just cozy and nostalgic for us. It's so funny, though. It's so random. It's so random. I'll just see these guys watching it. And I'm like, you know what? I love it. Just keep doing this. <laughs> um, but as far as The Family Man, you asked me to watch it last night. And it was so welcome. I was like, yes. And then I was like, we were just talking about what movie we would survey. So this was perfect. Oh, my gosh. I was so happy to watch it last night. It was like my first time fully watching it this season. I had watched a couple of clips just to get ready, but um, seriously, I've been so excited about talking about it now. Yes. And you also told me that you enjoy the soundtrack and have you listened to it sometimes when you're studying, which I didn't know. Yeah, I definitely have. I watched it. Um, I'm sorry. I listened to the soundtrack a lot when I was finishing my senior year this past like May finals and everything i would just play it on youtube because unfortunately it's not available on um, spotify or like apple music or pandora or anything so um i just watched it on youtube but yeah it's really good it's done by danny elfman if you guys are familiar with any of his works he is phenomenal Hmm. um he i feel like i don't know what his type could be my guess is five wing four Mm -hmm. he's um a little bit quirky and honestly I'm no hate on him but he is a little bit creepy to me in real life <laughs> yeah. um just you know but he's such a brilliant composer yes. like it's kind of like that mad genius where you're like oh mm-hmm. totally transported into the world of the music so yeah it's really magical good. music is what I was gonna say when I think of all the different night nightmare before Christmas right I think he's done and that one Edward I like um I'm I'm so random. I like like the ones that are from Edward Scissorhands, yeah. and he also does um, Charlotte's Web. Okay, and then this one, and there's a lot of other ones. Oh, Spider Man um, yes. with Tobey so Maguire. Yeah. Okay, so yes, we love his music. I'm sure you guys do too. But yes, four wing five, five wing four. I think you're right on the five being a bit bigger because um, we see him pulling back, but giving this wonderful, glorious, you know, exalting music. Yes but not minding to sit in that nihilism a bit either. So anyway, let's talk about, now we have some of the setting of the music where we're going to see some magical elements. Um, Can you give us a brief, just synopsis for those who haven't seen the movie in a while? It stars Taya Leone and Nicolas Cage. Backstory, before you give the synopsis, 
Hannah gets called Nicolas Cage by her siblings. Oh my God, guys. <laughs> it's in the phone too. Like, I think your name is listed as Nicolas Cage. It is. And it's so random. I think I was swimming one time and I just, you know, looked hilarious. Like my hair was wet and my sister was just like, you look like Nicolas Cage. And I was like, what? It was so random. It's just like stuck with us because it's just one of those weird things. I mean, it doesn't sound that funny <laughs> right now, but you had to be there. Yeah, it's like things. our pillow. We have a blanket. It's like one of those, like you said, idiosyncrasies that everybody probably has something like this in their family right and then they're like this is just stuck we're so like silly. that's weird but i mean that's a family thing. yeah like the inside joke stuff so. yes so okay so tell us a little bit about the synopsis of the family man i would love to hear so that. um nicholas cage's character is named jack jack campbell and he is um part of this really big public uh, i think no he i think he's part of the wall street journal mm-hmm. i might be getting that wrong anyways he lives in new york city he's just a bachelor who is very very wealthy and in good standing but his life is just he's kind of alone and he's okay with that um he's like on the wilder side and doesn't really have any close connections with people he really cares about and we had just seen at the very opening scene of the movie he got on a plane to go to london when his girlfriend um, girlfriend which is Tay Leone um who plays his um you'll see wife in the movie Kate uh she was asking him not to leave and he left on the plane so flash forward we see that his life has moved on and all of a sudden this angel comes and I forget the guy who plays him but I know he's in Avengers anyways mm-hmm. um the angel comes and says you will get a glimpse of what your life could have been like mm-hmm. so he does he wakes up the next morning and he's totally you know uh in awe mm-hmm. like what has happened my life is turned upside down I've got kids and a family and I see mm-hmm. that it's with this girlfriend that I had mm-hmm. so many years ago in college mm-hmm. so he lives out his time with them and actually finds so much love mm-hmm. and purpose with them and he does not want to leave and then of course later in the movie after he's found purpose in life and love and meaning um, the angel comes back to him and says, your glimpse is over. And a bell, which is very significant, mm. is rung by his daughter in the movie. And so he's like, you can't do this to me. I've got this family now. I've got kids. I've got a wife who I adore and I don't want to lose them. But unfortunately, he does. Mm-hmm. The good part, though, is that he's learned his lesson. And so at the very end of the movie, you see him like, I've got to get this family back. So I've got to make this a reality instead of just a dream. Mm-hmm. So now that he's back in his real world, he goes and finds Kate. And um, she's about to move to Paris and get on this plane. And he's like, don't get on the plane. Mm-hmm. And you see the parallel. of that. At the beginning, he wasn't a good person. And he got on. And then she's a good person who makes him better which is that glow Mm -hmm. and she chose to stay so you get to see at the very ending credits that they're having a cup of coffee together and Mm -hmm. catching up and hopefully they'll get together again someday oh I love that and as you talk it's reminding me a lot of the early Christmas movies that you get to see with Jimmy Stewart like it's a wonderful life with the angel and the bell and I'm sure there's the nod to all of that like these Christmas movies are intentional and and I yeah and I think that as you're saying that we're reminded here that we forget sometimes in our lives how meaningful our relationships are and I think that's what I love about the family man so much is that he gets 
gets that glimpse that we just really want. And I I try to give it to all of us, including myself on this podcast to be like, hold on, let's take a scope back and see how grateful we are for everything we have, even as we work for what we want, because he misses it. He truly finds himself desolate when he wakes up alone. And of course, sometimes we're just like, oh, I just want some time alone. And then when he finally gets that, he's like, I miss everybody. And so I'm always trying to tell my couples that like, take a rest, but don't quit because we can see that quitting really does bring out a sense of like, we were made for community. And even though it's really, really hard and that's the hardest and funniest parts of the movie, I think is him being like, he's like, my life is so hard. Like I just go to a job I don't like. I have to change diapers all day. And then I come home with 20 cents in the bank. And, you know, he's just like, this is so, this is so much worse than my life um, on Wall Street. And and then he realizes actually it's so much more meaningful. So what do you think his type is in all of this? We didn't share what our perceptions were of type, but we did each think of them. I, this was a really tough. Um, well, I feel like Kate's type was actually tougher for me, but Jack, mm-hmm. I would say is a three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot decide, however, if he's a three and two or three and four. So mm-hmm. consider this yourselves. Um, mm-hmm. I could see the wing four and that he finds a lot of um, passion in his work and what he does. So he's a very passionate person. Mm. Um, On the other hand, I think he grows into his two more as he becomes a father. He becomes more helping, Mm. more considerate of others and generous. Mm -hmm. So I think, and obviously more loving. So I think that's where that comes in and he becomes more Mm well-rounded. But I do, I could see him being more passionate and um, even a little bit like, yeah, headstrong at the start of the movie with the wing four. What about you? You know, I had said three and then I changed to eight. But I think what we both had in common, if you know yeah. the eight, is three and three had the two wing and eight has the eight uh, the two arrow. So I could see like I love tri-type. I love nuancing even farther. So I was definitely like there's a three and there's yeah. an eight in his tri-type. Um, because I saw that he was so like almost like black and white thinking sometimes in that eight space of like, I want my crisp money making job where I get everything and everyone. And I don't even care if I'm alone because I just need to conquer. And so yet I think that when eights or threes are in their softer space of the heart, they're like, I do need my people. And it is so much more than that. I also saw the lusty side, which I could see with two, I'm sorry, with the three or the eight, um, when he's contemplating having the affair with the neighbor. And Mm -hmm. I can see that like, the Jack Campbell we get to see, he's like, wait, what is this neighbor? Why is she coming on to me? And they're like, oh, you know, you've been having this flirtation for all these years. So I could see him leaning into that. Like, I don't know myself very well or the, the eight, which is more like, I'm just lusty. Like it it is what it is. So I got to see some of his positives and some of his negatives. Wow, that's an excellent analysis. I had not actually even considered eight. I was so set on three. Yes, but I but see that's why. yeah, that's so good. Um, one of the things that you guys will have to consider for yourself is what is his fear? And for me, I thought, you know, he's so focused on achieving. Mm. I had this life, it was perfectly in mm. order. 
um I can do this job he goes to this job interview and he's like That's trust you for the three this job and yes he knew himself he had that confidence well that could be eight too but I think he was very but he was owned by too. the job like he was like I am this job he was, <laughs> he was a really hard worker and a little competitive too mm-hmm. um with guys very witty yeah um yeah. but I could totally see that so that's really interesting and his character grows just so much through the movie and I think it's so relatable obviously I'm not a guy I'm not a dad I'm not in my um, middle marriage season of life (laughs) why do you relate to all these movies I I don't know but I love it I know it's so funny (laughs) I think that though regardless of who you are what your life is like you can relate to his character because we all have wants in life and we all have those regrets of Hmm. what if I would have taken this path? Yes. What if I, um, why, why did you maybe with a relationship, why did you let me fail and, um, not achieve so much? Like we just get these doubts in our minds. And I think that's the root of his is he admits to that in the movie. He's doubting himself. He doesn't have it all figured out. And doesn't know what he wants. So mm. his wife is his rock, though. Or mm. his kind of wife, Kate, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she's like, I'm uncertain, too, but we can figure this out together. So they've got a really cool glow. Yeah, they really do. And you're making me think of her even more as, like, I can see why you struggle with typing her. Yeah. Because I think that I have two possible types in mind for her. I th- And I don't normally type this in characters, but I think seven mm-hmm. or I think um, – and maybe that's why I like it so much – or I think of her as possibly a nine-wing eight. And I'm saying that because I see a lot of strength but not a lot of emotionality. Um, even when she's really disappointed, it's like her face will be so crestfallen that somebody like me who feels very deeply, I don't even want to see the screen. As you know, I'm always like, I can't do it. Like the movie scenes that come on that are hard. Like I can right. feel it, but she manages it to where I can almost stay watching the whole time. I'm like, she's just disappointed because his character may forget something really important and she'll like hang in with it and be very stoic. But it definitely affects her. And even when he's like coming at her with a lot of disappointments, like, why is my life like this? You know, he's waking up from this almost like nightmare at first, it feels like. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm so disappointed. And she's logically like, hey, this is what you have. She's pretty quick to forgive, which I can't stay mad for more than about five minutes. Um, And it may hit deeper later, but like initially she's just like, okay, like let's move on. You forgot the anniversary, but like I'm hurt. Let's move on. And I feel like those are some nine and seven traits. Like it takes a long time to get us down. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's so good. I had said, you're totally making me rethink I had initially said six wing seven. Oh my gosh. Um, right but I've got the seven. Yeah. And I see her being a seven if she's got the wing six and wing eight. Yeah. So I see a lot of eight in her. So that's really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I think I couldn't get down to what her fear was, though. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I thought was a huge part for her character development in the movie was that she kept mentioning um, when he tried to get a new house and new job back at his old publishing company in this mm-hmm. new life. Okay, this is very sick. She was, yeah, it was so sick because she was like, I had this vision of us living here when we're old together. Like, oh, I was ready to settle and yes. stay here for life. She's very loyal to him through the movie. So that could give me a wing. Um, But she's so funny and so seven. She's ready to be goofy all the time with him in her seven. So I love that. Me too. And the eight I could see as she 
she knows herself. Like, yes, she is I love not that. one to be taken down. Mm-hmm. Even when he insults her and yeah. stuff and mm-hmm. like their life, she's like, mm-hmm. you're an idiot. <laughs> so um, I think she got the eight. So you're totally right. It's like six, seven, eight. Yeah, nine, that nine. corridor. Yes, that little the corridor. Chunk. Yeah, she could be any of those. And I think she's also kind of portrayed to be kind of perfect in this movie obviously everyone has their struggles but oh yeah they are also showing she's really in a great growth state right now and she's not going to be taken down so Mm -hmm. i think that part was interesting as well um that it's focusing more on his character growing and she's kind of just that Mm. supportive and loving wife Mm who's also standing up for herself. Yeah. Yes. And Tolkien and many others have said, sometimes women mature at a a different rate than men because we've had the nurturing emotional support. Mm -hmm. So not to make it out that women are better than men, but in the movie, as we close here, I, one of my favorite parts was when he was like, you make me a better person. And I had you watch that twice with me last night. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. Convincing her to stay when she's about to leave in Paris, when he's back to his real life. And he's like, don't, get on the plane and Mm. he describes Mm. their lives i think that's great Mm, me too i think at that point he's learned emotion because he even almost like tears up talking about his kids and the life they had together and he's like this is what we could be and they're saying is i choose us i know that's corny but i mean Mm -hmm. i'm just like it's really cute you know they're putting he's finally putting a relationship first over work and himself Mm. oh my gosh you said it well And when we can really show up for others is when we can really start respecting ourselves more. So I think that's huge and a great takeaway. And anyone who has little kids right now needs to see that movie walk and run and just go see it. And then also Hannah had reminded us that if you're in that season of like empty nesting, don't forget Christmas with the cranks. And what do you think as a quick like final moment, like why would people want to see that? What gift do you feel since you've seen it so many times and analyzed it so many times for family more than me? What gift does that movie give us this holiday? Um, I mean, honestly, I think, well, for me, it's just a great cozy background movie. So you might be like, I'm not in that season yet. It's just a great background movie. It might not be your thing. Yeah. You might love it. You might hate it, whatever. Um, but I think for those of you who do like it or maybe are in the same season as they are, Empty Nesters, their daughter Blair has moved away. I just think it's such a great movie to talk about. Um, We've got one end where you've got the husband, Luther, who wants to totally dismiss Christmas after his daughter's gone. He's like probably suppressing some feelings, numbing it out by just saying, let's go on a cruise. I'm done with Christmas. We've got no need anymore. And then on the other end, you've got um, Nora, his wife. Who Jamie Lee Curtis? Jamie Lee Curtis, who um, and this is Tim Allen, by the way, is her co-star. Um, she's like, I want Christmas, like I want to keep that feeling going, so you can kind of have fun with like the Scrooge versus like everyone else <laughs> and the Christmas time. So it's just yeah, it's fun. Yes, and the community glow in that movie, and they're so funny. So thank you, Hannah. It was so fun having you today for this good time together, and all of you guys too. Yeah, this was such a blast. Thank you guys for having me on. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. If you ever post a comment on Spotify or Instagram, I'd love to see your typing thoughts. Yes, thank you so much. We want to hear your favorite movies too. 
<laughs> I just love that convo with Hannah. I especially am just sticking with that beautiful Nicholas um, Cage quote about how, you know, one of us being a better person can make the other one a better person. Like I see that all the time in my most important relationships. So thank you to everyone here. We try to make each other better, right? We try to love each other and help each other. And thank you to those who joined the collective. I even had a coach join this week. So excited for our February coach training. So if you are looking to become an EM coach, make sure you join up for that. That'll be in February. We also have our course going so that we can go through five different sessions together as we walk through all of the book that I just wrote, The Enneagram in Marriage, Your Guide to Thriving Together and Your Unique Pairing. So we are really just growing together. So thanks for doing this work with me. Thanks for having fun with us today. I hope your holidays and movies are off to a nice start and that most of all your relationship got a little boost today. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show, as well as EnneagramAndMarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.